folks, welcome to a brand new episode of Trainwreck Tonight 262, sponsored by Outlet Liquor, New York's only outlet liquor. When you need to stock up, it's the place to buy a case. What's your outlet? A lot to talk about tonight, folks. First of all, happy fall. This is beautiful fall weather here in Buffalo, New York. We have a very special guest for you tonight. We got Topher live from the airport. And, uh, yeah, we're going around the NFL, talking about week three, talking about the Bills, Sabres big win, 4-3 over the Capitals. Let's have a great show. Let's go. You don't you don't you don't you don't Follow me into the great unknown, where pink flamingos grow, diet soda Train wreck tonight, 262, sponsored by New York's only outlet liquor. Here comes Maniac, and how could I forget, first of all, to talk about in the rundown, Maniac's lock of the century winning by 19 on Saturday. It got overshadowed a little bit, safe to say, oh. in the Buffalo sphere. Thank you for the shout-out, Al. Always feels good to, you know, get that respect from you being a fellow DGEM. But speaking of always feels good, speaking of mutual respect, let's get him in here. The OG himself, Topher in the building. How you doing, Topher? I'm doing great. It's good to be back. Episode 262. Are you guys kidding me? I mean, come on. I've missed hundreds. I've literally missed hundreds. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know when was the last one you were. I know you sprinkled a couple in there, but yeah, you were in there. Like you said, the OG days. Probably what train wreck one to. 50, 60, I don't know. I, I don't know how far the, ran, no, the, the run he went. Made one, he made 100, yeah, was the, he made 100 right. in studio. Yeah, I'm thinking like 120, 130. He got us halfway there. Half, yeah, yeah. Halfway? Yeah. I mean, who could forget? It was definitely, yeah, who could forget episode 100? That was just an all-time night. So, I mean. No, yeah, I'm not definitely. saying I didn't forget. I knew you were a part of Train Run oh, yeah, yeah. at Studio D. I just didn't know if it was you were there zero through 100. Obviously, my numbers might be way off, but. I don't know. It's just good to be back. Good to see you guys. How are you guys doing? Oh, uh, I mean, like I said, beautiful fall day here in Buffalo. And it's just crazy to think about. I uh, just think about where we were a week ago right now. An hour before kickoff on Monday Night Football. Thinking, you know, we are just going to pummel the Titans. 
There's no injuries. There's nothing wrong with the team. It's just, I mean, look at where we're now. It's just, it's crazy in one week, seven days. It is absurd, obviously. Um, and that's, let's face it. What is the one cliche that everyone says about the NFL? It's a week to week league. And a lot of that has to do whether you end up with a W or whether you end up eating that out. And unfortunately, you know, the bills led for most of the game yesterday. We're tied for a little bit. And yeah, obviously didn't get it done. Uh, big, you know, as it feels like a big L uh, to the Miami Dolphins, especially when you factor in, you know, I saw someone say today, the Chiefs losing to the Colts, oh. the the, the uh, Chargers losing to the Jaguars. It feels like, yeah, and again, maybe this is because we're so close to the Bills. feels like you haven't even heard about those games in the media. It's been all about Tua, Dolphins getting it done against the Bills. I don't know. I mean, obviously, uh, Topher, you're down, uh, you know, at – you know, ground zero for all of this. What's the reaction there? How are you feeling? What's the uh, fallout from the game? Yeah, I mean, definitely a tough one. Um, and I was sitting next to Tuck during that game. And Al, like you were just saying, it's like a week ago, it's like we had so much depth, just a complete juggernaut of a roster. And then yesterday, it seems like every five seconds, Tuck was on Twitter just reading a tweet like, this player's out with a broken hand. We got this guy from UB playing corner against Waddle right now. Like, so that was tough. Um, Obviously, tough losing to a division rival who's kind of on the up. Um, I'm kind of feeling vibes after like that Steelers game last year, though, the opener, where it is almost good to kind of be humbled right now in the season and learn from the mistakes. We're never going to go undefeated, so just learn, get healthy. We do have kind of a tough stretch coming up here. I think we have Mahomes, Rodgers, and Lamar three out of the next four weeks, so missing some of the secondary, that's going to be tough. But by no means are we going into panic mode down here yet. I will say the atmosphere at the stadium, besides going to the Ralph for a game, was one of the coolest games I've ever been to, even more so than like the last Miami games I've been to. So I was sitting in the end zone, and on the sunny side, the Bills sideline, it was like a blue, just a wall blue behind them. And then the other side was all Dolphins fan. It was it was literally a bowl game. After every single play, you heard cheering. And you, like if you were in the like buying drinks or food, like, and you weren't seeing the actual action, you had no idea who made the good play in the stadium because it was just that crazy. Um, wow. And then, you know, for the most part, Dolphins fans were pretty nice, but then definitely saw like three or four, three or four uh, fights full swinging. Someone got KO'd in front of the Walmart outside the stadium. So got a little testy at times, but overall just an awesome atmosphere. Um, and we're going to bounce back. We'll see him in December. So not yeah. worried. Yep. No, and so for I got I agree with you, man. It's not it's definitely it it's a great thing to look back like the Steelers last year. Um, you know, we were what minus six, six and a half to the Steelers. We were minus what very four, similar. Yeah, four and a half to six to the Dolphins over the course of the week. Obviously the spread dipped a little bit because of all the injuries, but my biggest thing and I talked to talk about this is like you had losses like the Chiefs yesterday. You had losses like the Chargers that you never thought would happen. And you had I mean, this year is so critical, I think, to get that one seed. And you, see, you look at McDermott's playoffs or record in the playoffs on the road versus at home. And I know there was all those injuries, but to have 500 yards pretty much of total offense and just only score three points in the second half just sucks. It just that's, it, that's, does. it does. That's what most, was most frustrating. I mean, the missed field goal. I think there was like four or five plays. The Gabe Davis drop, or not drop, but where he got it knocked out of his hands where he could have had it probably. Yep. I mean – just a, a few plays where one of them goes the other way and you got a completely different, completely different result. So that's, what's frustrating, but I am very proud of how that young secondary played. I mean, Waddle had a couple big plays, but Tyreek, what did he have two catches for yep. 
30 yards or something. So props to the coaches for that. But I do got to ask you guys, like one of the narratives I've possible hot takes I've seen out there is like, what are we? Oh, and seven our last one score games. Yep. Like, is that, are, are we worried about like, is that coming down to coaching in any way or like strategy time management? Any concerns around that with you guys? I mean, I'm not really overthinking it too much, but yeah. it is kind of strange. Yeah, I mean, Maniac, I brought up coaching last week on the show when I thought Thompson or, or someone else would, and they didn't. Uh, I mean, I know the Buffalo Snooze, they graded coaching a C in yesterday's performance. It's tough to say in those – I mean, I have to look back at all at all seven losses and really dissect it a little bit more, but it is it, it is definitely a little strange. It is, it's a little strange that over – the past seven one score games. Obviously, we're blowing teams out, but when they come down to the close ones, we're losing. So, I don't know, maniac. It's the one thing if you follow, especially Jeremy uh, over at WGR, he was going on on it today because uh, a lot of people were giving it to him as a talking point. Um, I did write. Okay, here I was trying to pull it up. Let me just go here. <laughs> Absolutely correct. Anybody is accurate in saying that recently? Like, I, like I think Tover said, their last seven one score games. They're 0-7. They've basically been losing close games. You think the Titans game uh, right away. You think, obviously, yesterday's game. But you look at it, there are also games along that stretch where they were, like, in a single score situation, and they went back up to, like, double digits. So, yes, it is a storyline, and I guess this is the way I look at it, is that we you're still the Super Bowl favorite. And when you're still the Super Bowl favorite, every single aspect of your team is going to be a storyline, whether it's your quarterback getting in a fight with Jordan Phillips on July 27th, or whether it's the fact that you're 0-7 in your last seven, like, one-score games. As far as I'm concerned, it doesn't really bother me. Yes, in the playoffs, there likely will be close games, but will it be close games like uh, last year's New England game where it was a five-point game halfway through the fourth quarter and they won by 12, or will it be one of these 0-7? I ultimately... You know, if Josh Allen has the ball, uh, I feel pretty confident. I mean, even yesterday, gets you to the 44-yard line. Before that holding call, the holding call really threw everything into a snafu or else they would have really been uh, commanding it. But, yeah, yeah, I'm not too worried about that storyline. And, you know, I don't think a lot of Bills fans are, to be honest. I, I, I think everyone's looking for a reason why we lost. And everyone's looking for something to blame, something to talk about. And that's just kind of like a, a, a top candidate. Clearly, in my opinion, it's got to be the injuries, right? Like, come on. That was ridiculous yesterday. Well, I've let's get into it. it. We want I want to talk about this because uh, we were talking about the show. We'll run through this gauntlet with Topher. We know he might uh, be boarding soon, so obviously we want to uh, go quick. But I, I don't, I don't was... know. I might be stuck in this hurricane here. To be... Oh, my gosh. By the way, again, <laughs> it, we got it. Topher here. is live yeah. in Florida. Topher, obviously, yeah. hope you and everyone down there is being safe. It Jeez. seems like is that that's obviously not a mandatory evacuation zone. We've been hearing about those in Florida. Nope, not yet, not yet. We okay. actually, we're out here a day early, but still a little dicey looking here, but we'll see what happens. Okay. Not worried fingers about it. Fingers crossed for Topher, but fortunately it's too late to cross your fingers about some of these, but let's see. First off, obviously, was the sun. Um, you had Miami in the shade on their side of the sideline, yeah. uh, or, or the fields. Yeah, you had my, uh, the Bills in the sun. Um, I will say this is the craziest thing to me. In a, I'm not trying to say they should have stopped the game because it just would have been ridiculous. But in a league where if it's raining really hard, they might delay a game. They they have situations where they have players, this is not an exaggeration, legitimately dropping like flies and nobody is like saying anything about the safety of this league or anything like that. Like, that's a little bit absurd. 
I mean, it's but where like, do you where do you put the sun yesterday at a, at a reason for the loss? Legitimate or, or non legit? Uh, very legitimate, very Agreed. legitimate. Like I was sitting in the stands in the shade, and I thought I was gonna keel over and die. Granted, I had two sips of water the whole weekend, and I was dangerously intoxicated. But like, I'm like, how are these play? Allen threw what sixty three times? Yeah. Like you do that in like a dome, and he's got to be feeling it. Let alone out there like leading these guys into battle, like hucking it downfield. I know he had yeah. a lot of checkdowns. That's one of the narratives that's pissing me off from Dolphins fans today is that Allen almost threw a handful of picks and they're all checkdowns. Like get out of here with that. Um, but the I mean that was like it was insane in that stadium and insanely hot. I think the Dolph. I don't know if this was just because it was on the Bills sideline. But I don't know, Dolphins fans, it seemed like we're selling all the sunny tickets to Bills fans. <laughs> like, that's that's just where the Bills fans were posted up, too. So it was just variety of factors, I mean. But that was, like, up there with the heat played such a big factor. I don't know if it was as, as intense as that Monday night game last year, obviously, with the the wind and snow and all that. But Maniac, like you were saying, like, it was more of a, it was a, more of a threat to the players' health than... Like uh, last you, year's you game, tell me that, that that is not as just as threatening as when yeah. there's one of those downstorms or whatever. But again, I knew they were going to do it. But how does that not get flexed to like a 4 p.m. or just some effort to make it a little bit cooler in the stadium? Al, a little weird, little weird. Oh, listen, I totally agree with Topher's point. I mean, I, it's it's funny because you did look up on the bill and then on the on the bill side, so much blue. You look where producer Burst was sitting in his videos; it was all green. It's crazy. I didn't really put two and two together until. You know, Topher just brought it up, but oh, it's a fantastic point. And yeah, I mean, SoFi Stadium, it was it's a dome, and they had lightning outside, and they postponed that game for like an hour, didn't they? I mean, I think that was one of the games last year. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, hey, even Clarence Softball League, men's softball, we make sure our player gets there as early as possible to get the third base shady side. It's it's fast. I, I I just muted myself, obviously, but yes, no. I mean, it's just ridiculous. You see the downstorm, rainstorm, and you see the players yesterday. Abs- absolutely absurd. Excuse me. Had a little had a little uh, responsible burp there from my game day, uh, courtesy of Blue Light. With that said, we are rolling on here. Train art tonight, two sixty two. Reasons for the loss yesterday, legit or non legit? Here's here's one. Miami's concussion protocol. It wasn't I I am not exaggerating to you folks. I saw Tua Tagavaioa, Tua, however you pronounce his name. I say that with respect. I want him to do it the right way. Like, I see him wobble off and literally leave the field yesterday. And I go over to Degenerate Ale and I go, is there even above a 0% chance that Tua comes back in this game? And Al looked at me seriously and he goes, 1%. And I think you said that seriously, Al. I mean, I there did. is no way in hell, in any hellfire or brimstone, any situation that Tua passed any legitimate concussion protocol. There's no chance. And you know the Miami Dolphins are going to be fined like $1.5 They should be fined a pick. I mean, hopefully if there is justice at the end of this, it'll be like a first or something. But, I mean, but- the fact that they're even pretending like this guy got like a test or protocol is just a joke. It's not why he took. So it's not a legit reason to like blame because they only scored seven points in the second half. But the concussion protocol was was a joke. The fall, the way he fell, was just like, how was that a back injury? I'm no spinal expert or anything, but like, how? Dude, I. It was so funny because like literally five minutes before that play, Supreme was showing me. 
So I had to be, I think it was college football of a player that had a concussion issue and was like falling over like that and just looked so sloppy and looked like they were drunk walking out of a bar. And then that happens. It was so similar just looking up at the TV. And hey, he we saw what happened when Bridgewater came in. I'm pretty sure it was a three and out. And then, three and out with a sack, I believe. You know, very yeah, ugly three and out. Of, uh, yeah. Very ugly three and out. Yeah, and then we're looking at the uh, our tweets on, coming in on the phone, and it's like two is running out of the tunnel, firing up the fans with his helmet and maniacs. And I'm like zero percent, na na na. And the funny thing was, I I said going into the game last week that this was the 2019 version of when the Bills played the Patriots at home for the Dolphins, and in that 29 Bills Patriots game. You had Josh Allen get a concussion and go off, like, pumping up the crowd. It was the exact same thing. So, yep. or, or he didn't. I guess he came back the next week against the Titans. But yep. just an absurd situation. I guess, yeah, again, I, I don't know if you blame that reason for your loss. But, yeah, if Bridgewater was in, you have to think the Bills kind of had a better chance. Uh, let's move on to the next one here. We got third and 22. So this is a, t- this is a tough one because it happens before halftime. The game, you know, ends up, like, being tied and obviously decided in the fourth quarter. But it's 14-7. You got third and 22 around midfield. Bills rush three, and Waddle gets open deep. Al, do you do you look at this as maybe a reason they lost this game? Yes. I have to. You have to. I mean, to, to, and you feel like, I just, looking. I feel like even Tennessee did it a couple times. They had a couple third and 17, third and 18s that they were able to pick up. And it happens, I feel like, a lot during the season. But, yeah, no, that's definitely a legitimate reason losing that game because what they obviously went on to score seven that drive right to tie it up 14 14 i mean you stop them there at midfield you know it's potentially 17 to 7 at halftime right i mean so yes that's that cannot happen and that was what dead center field or that throw right down the middle over over. what'd you see in the coverage from where you're at you think that was the ultimate factor the second he let go of that ball i'm like this is not good like there was just no one on the bills back there um yeah, Waddle just ran right up the seam, got it. And Tua, like, you got to give him props. He played pretty well. A lot of, like, first reads, but, like, he's just – he's got it down their system, it seems. But even you even get a little bit of pressure on that play to Tua or, like, anything, yep. and it could, it could look different. He might not get the ball all the way down there. So that was a huge play. That's one of the kind of handful of plays that it, if it goes the other way, I think yep. we're talking about a 3-0 and Bills team here. That, that gives me like KC PTSD again. It's like going 40 yards in seven seconds or whatever it was. I mean, I just, what defense are you running there? It just looks so easy. There wasn't pressure on, on Tua and literally Waddle was 40 yards down the middle of the field, wide open. Dude, they right? just like, let, not even close to like covered wide open. That's what I was gonna say. They just let him run. He just yeah. beat this. He just beat so the zone. It's just, it's just, what is your like thinking in that play? At least like jam the receivers or do something like, I don't know, but yeah, so obviously... Dude, is it, Maniac, you bring up a great point. Is because even if you do bring the pressure and they pick up, what, 10? Yeah, they then, then, then you're giving them a decision. Fourth and 12, fourth and 10 on the edge of field goal range. Or, yeah. And by the way, McDaniel was flustered in the first half yesterday. You can say whatever you want about but the early challenge, like some of the decision-making, he's clearly like still a rookie, you know, getting used oh, to like yeah. the decision-making. McDermott wasn't the best in 2017, 2018 either. He's gotten better, but... Yep. Um. I mean, I. I mean, I just thought he was definitely busted there. This one's a, a little bit easier. Milano dropped a pick six. I literally went right up to Al when it happened. I was watching the secondary layer of that Bills defense. I saw Milano just kind of 
waiting there, and I saw Tua just rip it, and I go, that's either I go, that's either a batted ball or it's like going into his chest. And I just saw in slow going to chest. Oh my goodness. Did you feel Bill's mafia on that play Topher in the stadium? Yes. We all sat down, I think. I think we all sat down for the next like ten plays. I don't know I don't remember what happened on that drive if the Dolphins ended up getting any points or if they just ended up punting it or something, but that was still Oh man, that was tough. That was right in front of us too. And he walks in. He gets yeah, that. Oh, he, he goes oh. untouched. Not even yeah. the Tannehill pulling at the jersey. <laughs> Not even Tannehill pulling at the one shoelace. Like he he goes untouched. So that uh, that was a tough one. Yeah, I think we're just adding up all these reasons and it's just making yesterday. I I agree. They're all valid reasons. I think this is the proper ranking of it. Like the heat was just unbearable. That like guys were really dropping like flies. Let's you, go to uh, down the stretch here. So we'll uh, start. And, I, and again, like you could say the injuries. I think the injuries is not even worth discussing. Obviously, it was a right. factor. Uh, I just want to. Yeah, go ahead. Just another thing I saw live in the stadium. Like you look at the Bills bench in the third and fourth quarter. They didn't even have anyone sitting on the bench because they were so depleted. It was like the Dolphins had, you know, half their team, 20 guys sitting on their bench. And the Bills sideline, it looked like they had the 11 players on the field and then maybe like three subs. It was like pickup football. Like, that's how decimated that team looked. Yeah, the Bills had no reinforcements. But, folks, if you're looking to get your reinforcements this fall, make sure you stop by the place to get a case Outlet Liquor. Outlet Liquor is your place to buy a case. Stock up and save when you shop the lowest prices available every day at Outlet Liquor. You never have to wait for a sale. The more you buy, the more you save. Only at Outlet Liquor. What's your outlet? We're rolling on TT262. We got Topher in the building live in Florida. He's safe for now, hopefully getting out of the state and back up to uh, the beauty of Western New York. Uh, we're just going yeah. through reasons for potential loss. I have two more here. So these are a little bit more controversial as we've gotten <laughs> into the nitty gritty. Allen missed throws down the stretch. So obviously I put in parentheses. He had the x-ray on the hand. That ended up being negative. It was sore. It was bothering him. It looked like he uh, hit it on one of the pileups in the third quarter, uh, early fourth quarter um, towards the uh, red zone. I don't know if it was uh, in the fourth quarter again or the third quarter, but again, X-ray is negative. Sore hand misses the throw to McKenzie on fourth down. I think that was by far the most like, what the hell just happened? Like, I thought the ball was tipped at the line uh, yeah. when it happened live. And then you see the replay and you're like, what the hell? But hey, listen, no one's perfect. Allen makes a lot of plays. There were a lot of balls he was dropping in yesterday to Quentin yeah. Morris and Singletary Reggie. and stuff like that. Yeah, oh, Reggie. Get- like, seriously, Allen made no shortage of plays yesterday. But... What, what were him was him missing those throws down the stretch a, a scapegoat for this loss i maniac i got tough because the one play it's tough because the one play the one play is that is that a for sure touchdown if he i mean yeah okay. yes yes okay. if, if with his arm really just mckenzie like getting his feet down with like room for three steps literally okay. room okay. for three steps. Yeah, with it with his arm too. There's no question the defender isn't able to get in there to, to bat it down. I don't think. Wide yeah. open. It, the the scheme, like I, I, you know, you want to talk about Dorsey be a maniac. That was the play where he really should have lost his mind because he like literally schemed a fourth and goal touchdown wide open. So yeah, we got that one. I, I think we're on the same page. Last yeah. but not least, so this has been talked about. You got McKenzie. He kept, and this is this is it was such a crazy play, Allen. Probably should have been sacked. A normal quarterback is probably sacked in that situation. And the yep. game's over regardless because then the clock's running and everyone's disheveled. Throws it to McKenzie. 
McKenzie goes right. It's almost like he's going at the sideline, and then he realizes he's not going to get there. So he kind of cuts up field just for a couple more yards, but he yep. ends up getting like bottled up a little bit more than he wanted to. You know what I mean? That, yeah. that was kind of, again, now looking back at it, do you like, do you, I, I didn't hold him accountable in real time. I don't hold him accountable now because there was so much craziness. There were no bills timeouts down the stretch there. So there was no ability to get over and be like, Hey, if this does this, this does this. Um, is there any, was there any thought on your guys' behalf, uh, on the face of the franchise, uh, you know, moves he was making down the stretch there? Like you said, I mean, it was just a crazy, it's crazy that Allen even got the ball to him and obviously probably not Allen's like first look on that play, but he was just running right across the middle, right past the line. And this is one of those rules I always got to like refresh on. Doesn't he need to be, he couldn't have just ran straight out of bounds or backwards. Yeah, it has you have to be, to be like going forward. forward motion. For yeah, sure. so I mean, I don't know how much time that would have added if he if he's able to get to the sideline, but I don't know. I don't put too much blame on him. That was just a weird play. Even with his speed getting to the sideline, I think yep. would have been insane. And can, and can we clarify what yard line did he get tackled on? And all the Bills fans were saying he should have got down right away. What yard line would that have been? That was pretty deep. That would have been a long kick, I think for bass right i thought the 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 field goal before the penalty would have still been a long field goal so i yeah we probably would have maxing out bass's leg that's what i was thinking right like if he went down right away would that have been like the 45 it would have been about a 60 yard uh 62 61 yard kick for sure i mean and again here's the thing i mean i know the heat was crazy yesterday Tover, I mean, did you get any view of warm-ups? Was, was Bass warming up around the 50 or, or the 40, 45? Where, did you see that at all? I did not get in there early enough. Okay. Did not no, get I, in there early I, enough. I, I don't blame you for that. The tailgate yeah. looked insane. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Bill's Mafia showed up. That. He was defiling his body. Absolutely. A little bit. His body. I'm just Rumors. trying to pull up the final player so I can take one more look at it. One While you're doing that, one play I haven't had a chance to look at, but everyone was just wildly confused. What happened at the end of the first half there? We had this, and again, live, everybody was was confused okay. at, at rec room too. We were we were all watching. When you watch the replay, and, and and again, this is only something I know from kind of watching football. Allen fumbled the snap initially, so my understanding is that when you fumble the snap, it kind of causes like a log jam in the ability to ground the ball. Like you can't throw it down without. Yeah, I don't being think you can spike it. Grounding at that point, so I think his idea was like, oh, throw it to Diggs and him get out of bounds. First off, it was almost like a like kamikaze idea with the fact that it almost got pick six. Like, it was literally a millimeter from getting pick six. Then, uh, yeah, it just took too long for Diggs to get out of bounds, obviously. What Allen should have done was just, like, whipped it baseball-style right by Diggs because it would have played and he would have got the grounding that he wanted, obviously. Um, okay, I, I missed the last play when I was obviously describing that nonsense. But yeah, obviously the Bills get to the 44. They get the holding penalty, which was crucial. Um, okay, so he catches the ball. If he had went down, it would have been at the, the the Dolphin 46 or 47 right away. So you're looking at a 63, 64-yard field goal. Like they had history. the target line at, at the 43 because I think Bass is long as like 59 or 60 or something. Yeah. Yeah, so, so we're I'm talking not, historic. I'm, we're talking I'm Justin not playing, Tucker, I'm not right? blaming McKenzie yeah. for that loss. No way. Yeah, no, no chance. I I agree. The only it, it, yeah, I thought, even I, if he gets down right away, they're not going to be within range. I thought your rankings there were pretty spot on, honestly. Very fair, very fair. Well, that's a wrap up. So, what do we got looking for ahead for for the week here? I mean, we got to get on the positive notes before this Baltimore game. We know we know well, firsthand that those Ravens fans well, can be a handful. 
Oh yeah. It's... And speaking of going to Baltimore in the rain, we got the the remnants of this hurricane apparently are going to be playing a factor in the weather on Sunday, which is just nightmare fuel for all of us as we know. We were they were sold out of ponchos when we went there in 2018. <laughs> they, they we had Peterman's throwing picks and just getting sacked. Um and we saw Josh Allen. Anquan Bolden retirement ceremony, shout songs. Yeah, it was just it was, what a day that we want to forget. Um Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we're still, like you guys were saying, still the Super Bowl favorites right now. Baltimore, they, they looked good in uh, New England, but Mac Jones put up 26, 27 points on them. It's all going to come down to Allen again, barring insane weather. We'll see how this ends up turning out. But Does light rain and windy help middle or hurt the Bills on Sunday? I Anything? feel like for Lamar running, it hurts. I feel like yes. Lamar passing, it might help. Slippery ball, stuff like that. Right. Hurts. hurts. I think it hurts so us in that because we, I agree. I agree. we rely Taylor. more on our passing game, and they can they can run it on the ground. So I think let's just hope that this just misses the coast or, or something by some miracle, I would say. But we're still a Super Bowl favorite, still got an amazing team. Hopefully – Hopefully this this injury report just keeps getting shorter by the day. I hope. Didn't look good in the last hour before we hopped on here. Like Benford, broken hands. Doyle, I mean, ACL. Doyle, ACL. Is there gone. any hope that Hyde comes back this year? No. So this is None. this is see this I was Alan having this conversation. Allen shared it on his story. He'll be back. Yeah. I his agent said 2023. He wants to be back in the year 2023. What does Sweet. that mean? Is Play that off. January? Is that February next year? Like oh, ESPN and the Bills. Like all, all the oh, ESPN. That's the that's the the storybook ending you get right there. Yeah. How does uh, he look uh, after missing months? Well, let's talk about storybook endings that we're happy about. I won my play of the decade, baby. Buffalo scores fifty. They never were outside the number. Domination by Coach Mo and the Bulls. Yeah, maniac. You call that one? I wish I would have got on board. I. I got to the creek and it wasn't. I wasn't allowed to take it there. Out of state, out of state. Out I, of even state. my live. Even my. I, I, have you ever seen me like begging for the live wagering there? I know. I you did. You call. Yeah. You said. I think you said right after the first touchdown. I go. Yeah. Court. Keep betting it. Keep betting it. Yeah. So they're home this weekend in a raucous environment. Hopefully, homecoming. Go. Miami, Ohio. That place is gonna be shaking. Yeah. Yeah. Get me to Let's the steel. Yeah. Well, and we're, we're. I think we're gonna be there for a tailgate potentially. Oh yeah. So early weather indicates a nice day on Saturday. It does. I was seeing, uh, I was seeing what between 55 and 70, a fall special, a, f- a great fall special. So no, that's gonna be exciting with what you said. What Miami, Ohio coming to town. Yep. Miami, Ohio coming down. looks about a pick them. We got some books got uh, Miami Ooh. as a favorite. We got U- some books got UB as a favorite Miami at two and two. They're opening up Mac play against UB. So interesting this year, UB already one game in, uh, they'll be opening up. Uh, Miami will be, That'll be their Mac opener. So very cool. Okay. Huge shout out to Topher for joining us, by the way. Obviously, always good to have him in the saddle here. On two, I got two things. Oh, first thing I want to say is I want to apologize to Topher, first and foremost, Uh-oh. for my horrible opening to the show. Um, <laughs> I got to go back and look and see how many episodes I must have been. I could have been oh, all good. I could have been 50 to 70 off. So I feel like a complete idiot. So Topher, no, I apologize all- to that. Um, all good, but who could <laughs> who could forget hundredth episode? I mean, that's just an all time night. Oh my, that's God. an all time night. I mean, I, I, like, 
I could tell I could still see from I'll our never view, forget it. Our view where we were sitting and how many people we got in that basement, dude. Was just oh the fire uh, the fire hazards just out of out of control. Oh my god, we had the troops. Yep, we did. We did the, the anthem. Doug Allen. Doug Allen sat there for us and was watching us. Just I, I hate to say this. Legend. This just shows how long it's an RIP troop. Yes. Mm. Dickinson's man, Mister Mister Dickinson told me that he texted me that the, that the guy that was at our show, yeah, RIP. Oh wow, rest in yep. peace. Wow. Rest in peace. Time, obviously, yeah, it just shows the longevity. Very excited. Yep. It shows how you know how connected we are. So super excited to have you back. Um, shout out. Uh, besides that, yeah, UB obviously rocking yep. this weekend. Hopefully, uh, homecoming will be rocking. We'll get a big bowl victory. And, and again, we'll get a we'll, we'll get a victory weekend this weekend. That'd be fantastic because we know last time we went to Baltimore, what was it, 2018, right? Um, yes, sir. Yep, the yeah. opener. Yeah, but the second thing I just wanted to bring up is what? We, Topher said it. Bills are still Super Bowl favorites. DraftKings, the Bills are 4-1. to one. The line didn't even move. It didn't move after the loss. At the Creek, it went from 425 to 550, which I don't get it, but it's pretty, it's pretty I've, crazy. I have a couple shout-outs here to end. Here we go, Fran- Francesca and Chiktawaga, whoever that was, <laughs> with with that with that tweet, just like starting nonsense. Yep. Um. Thank you for that. And then, just Bills Mafia in general. I mean, even right now, I'm sitting like there's ten people in my view. Like three of them have Bills hats on. People are just walking by. I mean, we've been everywhere in Fort Lauderdale, in Miami this weekend. Yep. No better fan base. So. And hey, next up is uh, getting to Texas. For Topher, that's right, that's right. Get a Jerry World. Yeah, I, I'm I, after our Houston trip. I'm good on Texas. <laughs> what? You falling asleep in the tailgate lots? No, I'm good. No thanks. Oh, okay, don't spread that rumor. Get out of here. Oh dear God. Um, no, we're having a lot I, of fun. Though. My last thing I'm gonna say. Yeah, it's Monday night at 6:38 p.m. I will officially say I'm nervous for Sunday. Especially with that weather report. This is a must win. The, the, this went from casual, fun, ride along. This is, you're now back to must win. I, I am I am nervous. Especially with the way Lamar's been playing. I get it. Mac Jones, 26 points or whatever. They, Tua scores 40-something or whatever. I'm still a little nervous pending this weather forecast. So Looking at the it. big picture of the season, if we do the same flow as last year, you know that what were we seven and six last year, and then we went on that run in December, that and that's yeah. when you want to get hot. Yep. If we can pull that off again this year, I won't mind, you know, staying around that five hundred level. But depending on how they look this week against Baltimore, that's that's where we could go into panic mode, must win, etc. Yeah. So we'll see. The goal the goal for this year was the one seed. A hundred percent. You need home field. You and, have- and I, I agree with what Tover said. I, the the five hundred thing. I would prefer to be eight and five, given the strong two and zero oh start. I know they're two and one now. Eight and five, I would definitely take, given the first thirteen games. So I think yeah. they can get hot for those last four and go four and zero oh, for sure. Finish twelve and five. I mean, we got lucky with Casey losing to the freaking Colts and Jackson. Uh, again, they lost no Jackson. ground. That's probably a big reason why that Super Bowl didn't move. Al, like you said, the AFC is clearly viewed as the stronger conference, yes. and all the top contenders lost. So, so how did the Bills lose any stock there? Exactly, and Miami somehow flew up to fourteen to one at the Creek for the Super Bowl. So, yeah, well, you know, when you when yeah. you dance when you dance with the big boys, you get a little credit. It's okay. Exactly. We're still so. going to be rocking. Bill's Mafia is not getting any weaker after that. Train wreck sports, and you know this train never stops.
Bills Mafia, baby. <laughs> Love it. Love that. Love it. Yep. Um, we are rocking. Huge shout out, Topher. Huge shout out, Al. Huge shout out, Outlet Liquor. We'll be rocking and rolling this weekend. Uh, yeah, come by and check us out in special events. Let's stay tuned for more updates. See if we're there. Besides that, uh, obviously, follow along on all the usual platforms. Apple, Spotify, Spotify, YouTube, YouTube, SoundCloud in there. You know, you got to throw the uh, reps. But besides that, uh, Al, I think it's only time for one. Good night now. <laughs> Good <laughs> night. night now.